Okay, guys, today we have a very exciting guest. We have Aussie icon, Aussie babe, Steph Claire Smith in the studio. She is a model, influencer, businesswoman, podcast host, mother, wife, you name it, she is it. <laughs> Welcome to the studio, Steph Claire Smith. Hello. Welcome, Steph. <laughs> Welcome to Common Chaos. How are you doing? Good. And to it's London. Sounds, to London. I know. Welcome to London. Well, you've been here for, what, a week now? Yeah. How are you finding it? Oh, it's amazing. It's am- I mean, it's been very hot this week, but... It's just been awesome. We've been getting to catch up with community members over here that we've never been able to meet. So it's very special. I feel like because you're from Melbourne, it's an easy transition. Yeah. It's like four seasons in a day. It's true. Concrete yeah. everywhere. Concrete everywhere. Concrete. Like any city in the world really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just got a little London flair to it with the accents. And yeah. you know. No, you're lucky though that it's warm. I mean, it has been sweaty, but it was so grim mm. before that. It was just so like grey and it was actually freezing. Everyone said that. Everyone said they've had the worst summer. So we've been very lucky. So you can thank us for bringing it over. Yes, thank yeah. you. I find it really impressive that neither of you have like an accent yet because I feel like if I lived here, I'd pick it up so easily. What? My voice actually has changed. Has it? So much. Like when I go back to old videos, I used to, it's it's changed a lot. When I go out and I drink, I notice when I've got flares, we also say so many like rogue things. Like I was sat there and like, I was like- I was there, you was there. Like, no, you've been saying- I do that. Bad grammar. You was this, you was that. Like, no, I'm not there yet. So you've picked up. (laughs) Picked up slang. Yeah, okay. In it. I don't say that as a- I don't say that. That's long. That's long. Means like- just yeah, lame long. shit. Deep it. Don't deep it. Let's yeah. not deep it. Like yeah. a ting called cardia. Ting? <laughs> That's Sorry, a joke. First, it's another language, really. <laughs> no, it is another yeah. language. I do love saying in it as like a bit of a joke. <laughs> no, I, I wish I'd picked up more of an accent, mm. but that would be really funny if then we were like talking on our videos and I was like, why are you speaking with a British accent? <laughs> I feel like I say some things like off at the end, I'll like go up like, yeah. Oh, like was it? Yeah. But like, it's not proper. When I first moved here, I, my accent changed and I could not stop mimicking how they yeah, spoke. Yeah, but then really I hard. weirdly got back into my normal accent. If anything, I sound more American now. That's oh, what people say. Yeah. It's really weird. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> five <topic>. minutes. <laughs> Anyways, anywho. Well, we when you messaged us and said that you were going to be in London, we had to have you on. <laughs> You're such an Aussie icon. I feel like oh, when I think of like Aussie beach babe, I think of yes. you. Yeah. Like I've got that. You've got that photo running on the beach. Oh my god, I know exactly which one. Yeah. And your butt oh. looks fucking yeah. good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the bunda. That was so Aussie. Wow. Fucking wow. good. Yeah, fuck. But besides your gorge looks, yeah. you've obviously got a lot more to you. You're very, you're a businesswoman. Business queen. Boss bitch. We could learn a lot off you, really, truly. Yeah. <laughs> Help us. Help. You're a mother. Yeah. You're a wife. Mm. You're an entrepreneur. <laughs> Just an all round 10 out of 10 amazing girl oh thanks guys <laughs> yeah Shit. this is lovely <laughs> so before we get into it we like to ask our guests what's a quote or mantra that you live by mm, this is so funny because it's my favorite quote ever and yet i seem to fuck it up every time i try and say it it's because i have it like on paper somewhere so i see it all the time it's not something that i have to say out loud all the time but it's a dr seuss quote <laughs> It's basically like do what you want, say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I love it, although I fucked it up because really (laughs) the sentiment behind it is just like find, you know, what's true to you and, you know, go for whatever you want to do. Say what you want to say and and feel and chase your dreams. And, yeah, those who really care about you will support you through Mm. it. And then those who don't, 
they don't need to be in the picture. Mm. And I just absolutely, yeah, I've tried to live by that. There's a survey that someone did on older people when they were kind of, you know, on their deathbed or just old, and it w- their number one regret was just caring too much about what others yeah, think. 100%. Like you get older and you just care. Le- I swear, each decade you, you reach, you're just like, actually. I don't care anymore. Like yeah. I think back to high school, the things you used to care about. Oh, I wanted to have I glasses. Know. I wanted braces. I wanted crutches. Like you wanted what? everything I you wanted, didn't have. Oh my god! Same, no, I, I remember the cast. I wanted everyone. I remember to sign the crutches phase. Yeah. I remember that. No, I'm opposite. My I'm weird now. I've been caring way too much mm. now. When I was younger, I was a bad bitch. Yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, I'm doing me. And now as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm scared that I'm gonna upset you, upset you, or like ruffle feathers, feathers here. So that is yeah. a really good quote. For me no, right you're giving now. Benjamin Button though. I feel like when I met you, <laughs> yeah. you were like this old woman, hard bitch, living in this cold and hard. 16 year old's body. And then now I feel like, yeah. Google Gaga, baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. That's just me a now. Baby. And I'm, yeah, I need to t- swallow some concrete and toughen the fuck up. No, Maybe. but it's true. I think, you, as you said, like, I think the older, like, I went and saw my nana who actually lives here. Both my parents are originally oh. from England. So. I think that's why I feel so at home here. But my nana, I went and saw her and she, the way she talks about men is so funny. Um, <laughs> I what, what did she say? I love yeah. old women's advice yes. on men. Please yeah. give it to so us. Her, well, it wasn't advice, but like her, <laughs> her hardest and my pop passed away a couple of years ago. And that's like been heartbreaking for her and the family, but still she's so funny in the way that she talks about men. Like she spoke about this new nurse who came over to look after her and he was a young guy. And she apparently the way she was explaining him to me, she was like, Oh, Stephanie, if it was 30 years prior, I would have had him on the bed. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my so like, God. I just don't give a fuck. You get to yeah. a point where you're just like, I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I feel. Because, yeah. And I'm, I love that. I love that so much. And I think since being a mum as well, it's like to another level. I mean, to your point, Cardio, I'm very aware of what I put out there. I think it, it makes you much more conscious of who you are. Yeah for the better. Um, so you, you still have to obviously worry mm. about hurting people's feelings and stuff like that. But outside of that, you just, you become so comfortable with who you are mm. and yeah, I don't really give a fuck anymore. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the right people, what you said, like the right people who are in your life for the right reasons and who know you and who get you, they'll yeah. stick through you and by your side, even, you know, no matter what. So through those phases. Love it. You get older and you have less time as well. So good yeah. filter out all the shit people yeah. because you actually don't have time for that many people the older you get too. Yeah. Our friendship's all about quality, not yeah. quantity. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So you live quite a you know chaotic life, different kind of different kind of chaos. But <laughs> we wanted to ask you: How do you calm the chaos? How do you take care of yourself, like mm. while being a mom, while being a mm. business partner, while having your own singular business as being yourself? Mm. What do you do? I have always been someone who has really needed alone time. Mm. So me and my partner, Josh, who I think both of you know. Yeah, love um, him. <laughs> Sweetie. Hi, Joshy. <laughs> he's very different. Like he's a social bunny. He just, he loves being with people and socializing. And so we used to, it used to be really hard because it would come weekend and I just would want to like retreat and he would want to go out and see people mm. like so and I still love elements of that. Like I still love a good music festival or concert, all that sort of stuff. I still love, but I still, I think my way of recharging is just time by myself and like by myself. But the really hard thing since becoming a mum is work is really busy at the moment and that's okay. It's, you know, it's a phase and I'm loving prioritizing it. However, then outside of that, I want to spend all the time that I have with Harvey because I'm utterly obsessed with him and he also brings me a shitload of joy. But then it's like, where's the time for Josh and I? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So then you have to make effort for that. And then when you do that, it's then like, okay, but now when's the time for alone time? Like, it's like, does it exist? So I try and just find little things that I can do in my life. And for me, exercise is a huge, mm. I mean, it's a huge part of what I do as well, but there's a reason for that. Like yeah. it, it brings me a lot of joy, a lot of energy, a lot of clarity. And so if I can just make sure that there's at least a few days in my week where I'm genuinely having like me time undistracted, whether that's in the gym or with my trainer, which I still count as me time. Um, (laughs) It's those times that, I don't know, gives me that like fuel and energy to to be the best mum, to be a good business partner to my mate Laura and to be a good partner to Josh and just to be a better person. When I don't have exercise, I just feel a little bit lost. Then outside of that being alone, it's just, you know, getting a kick workout done in the lounge room with Harvey crawling over me, yeah. which is fine too. Yeah. yeah. Apart from the endorphins, I feel like exercise, it's routine. It's yeah. you, you see physical change. There's mental elements to it too. Like it just really kickstarts like a really yeah. healthy lifestyle. And like you said, it's alone time. Like even if it's with yeah. your trainer, like you're doing something for yourself. 100%. 100%. And it's also – with routine, it's like I my routine looks very different to how it was before Harvey existed in that like I could spend six days a week in the gym if I wanted to or going to classes or doing whatever. Now it's a little bit different. You know, I might get like a 10, 15 minute kick workout done at home, but I've also kind of just surrendered to that and mm-hmm. I'm okay with that because it's still, even if it's five minutes, it's <laughs> time on the mat. And it's not an everyday thing as well. I think I've realized that there's not one way to define what a healthy routine looks like. Mm-hmm. And I've just got to find what works for me is what we say to our community every day. Mm-hmm. You really can't compare what works for you and makes you tick to yeah to someone else. I remember when I was little, like if my mum was either on the toilet or in the shower and we interrupted her, she'd go, piss off, this is your only alone time. You bloody kids always annoy me. <laughs> I know when I'm going to be a mum, I'm going to be the same. My shower time, you always get angry at me because I always lock the door when I shower or go to the bathroom, but it's my alone time. I get that. I'm I'm literally like the girlfriend. I'm like, what are you doing? Why'd you lock the door? Why'd you lock the door? I'm like, (laughs) you know, what if I need to wee while you're in the shower? It's just inconvenient for the the roomie. And I'm also like, I love like, I I see I'm learning alone time. Like I, Mm -hmm. I I need it more and more now, but I'm like, I want someone to like sit in the shower and chat to me. Like I'm I'm like constantly can be around people, but no, it's, I'm learning how important it is. You're very extroverted. You recharge from other people's energy. Yeah. It's switching now more. I'm noticing like when my fuse is getting burnt, when I'm like too many people, too many people. And then I just shut off. But I only need like a, like probably like two days or one day. And (laughs) I'm like, like, I miss you guys. (laughs) And out of my, like come crawling out of my box. But, oh, that's, yeah, no, it's, it's good that you've developed kick, I guess. So if you guys don't know, obviously we'll, we'll, we'll do an intro about it all and explain it, but you have a, is it, it's an online app predominantly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so kick, yes, we have the app, which has got like thousands of workouts, meditations, recipes. It's, it's, it's a tool which we've created to help making healthy living, like super accessible to people, mm. but to help change the relationship people have with, with wellness, but also themselves. And I think what the reason why we created it, obviously the industry, there is so many different options, which is fantastic. The industry does a lot of good, but it also does a lot of bad mm, as well. Yeah. There's a lot of toxic trends out there. A lot Girl of those dinner. trends and every, well, yeah, I mean, there's funny. <laughs> parts about girl dinner yeah. like we don't need to talk it's a long conversation I know, I know when that but. first came out I was like and here it goes like this is gonna be bad <laughs> but it's it's it, I mean it's just that like 
for us, we just wanted to put something out there that was sustainable. It wasn't like we do challenges and stuff like that, but our challenges are more about getting the community together and mm. like encouraging each other through it. And it's like three workouts a week. It's not completely changing your lifestyle and missing mm. out on time with friends and family and, um, you know, flipping everything because usually that doesn't work. And then you just feel shit about yourself. Mm. So it's like, again, redefining what healthy or, you know, living well means for each individual and just being the tool that they can use. But outside of the app, it's just, it's a beautiful community mm. and it's, yeah, very, very, very proud of it. But it started because we had had our own you know, shocking relationships yeah. with, with food and exercise and, and our own bodies. And we just wanted to, I don't know. Have like a warmer space for yeah. it and help other people while you're like, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the the best thing that I feel about it because I've used the app and I've <laughs> like watched, I watch all your stuff online. I see the community. Thank I think you. for people that maybe going to the gym or living a healthy life can feel really daunting if you don't know much about yeah, it. And for sure. even say you're like insecure about your body. I know I used to get so nervous going to a gym class because like you just don't know your fitness levels you don't know like if you're gonna be judged it's intimidating so I feel like it's amazing that you've fostered such an like a welcoming community and like having people that can also chat to each other or meet each other through the events and stuff like it's just so nice to create that human connection and like-minded people Mm. so you know, if you guys are looking for a space, it is really amazing. And I was oh, going to say, you. how good you've developed this whole app with online workouts. You just put yourself on in the morning while, while <laughs> yeah. Harvey's crawling over you. You're like, here I go. Yeah. I mean, it's great. This is almost like a selfish thing. Yeah. It's the best part. I work a lot on the um, product side of the business. So we've got 20 people in our team now and like almost half of them are either product or engineering. And what I mean by product is people who work on the app predominantly. And I work a lot with them as I'm probably our stickiest and most frequent user. So, <laughs> I've got a very good idea of, you know, when things need fixing or what we should do next and very connected with the community. So I think I love it because anything that we do, I just get excited about it because I know I'm going to use it myself. <laughs> My biggest, I'm the biggest fan of kick. You see it come to fruition. You're like, I did that. Yeah, It's good though. I feel like if you're actually passionate about what you're creating, it's yeah. always going to work because mm-hmm. you can tell you're invested in it. It's not just someone that's gone, oh, I need to make some no, money. Yeah. I'm going to put my face face, on this and do this and stuff but I wanted to ask what would be your tips for people yeah (laughs) or anyone who wants to start a business like I guess your tips and some things you've learned along the way because obviously it's such a big thing to do and you would there would be so many different hurdles what are the main things that you've learned I think one massive thing that I've learned was that having an idea of how to build community and brand is just something that not everyone can do. And you guys have done a fantastic job of both of those things, like brand and community, both personally and together. Um, And so I think that is an amazing starting point that a lot of people don't don't have and you can have all the business experience in the world but if you can't cultivate a community or um you know a really strong brand messaging and and get your vision and your values set out from the start it's you'll get to the hurdles and it'll be really really tough because you won't be able to kind of kind of connect with the bigger why and the bigger Mm. vision so I would say start with a community if you can if you can't you can definitely cultivate one but it's really hard to sell something to someone that that don't like know you Mm. or like I don't know have trust in you from getting to know you if you're like you just kind of start with a product and you're like shoving it down their throat so um I definitely would say figure out what your passion is. How can you create a community of like-minded people that will probably find something that you're creating is useful and just take your time with it. And also don't be in it for the money because 
if your biggest driver is money, like there's a lot of businesses who don't make money for years. Mm. There's a lot of businesses that fail completely. Mm. Your heart's got to be in it. Otherwise, when the hurdles come up, it'll just be all too hard and you'll just throw the towel in. Yeah, give up. The other thing is we get asked a lot because we went into business together and we're friends. A lot of people ask about that because it might be something they're considering. I think there's pros and cons to both. For us, what we hear a lot from solo founders is that it's freaking lonely like it is Mm. and it is it's Mm. it's lonely even like with a friend because you often feel like the struggles that you're going with whether it's like team things or just like really challenging moments in business and you just feel like it's all too much and you don't know enough um you kind of forget that there's like thousands of other founders that are literally Mm. feeling all those things or going Mm. through those same experiences so it's definitely helped having laura you know working with your best friend who knows you more than anyone who you can trust immensely who you might have different skill sets with Mm. so you can just help each other out and there's always one of you it's almost like the more sober friend when you get like really fucked up on a night out it's like literally we say that where friend just automatically becomes sober we're like it's one one of us will always be emotionally a bit deranged or rattled in a certain like day or week and we just like step in and out we step in and out it's so funny how it works like that it is and it's the same with sharing a business like we'll we might both be freaking out about something but one of us will definitely be worse off and so the yeah. other one just knows like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna be the strong one here and, and Laura's got yeah. a law background doesn't she, she? Does. yeah, yeah. so good. that would be handy it's how very good. good it's very good and it's not just good in the way that like she can obviously read through contracts and all of that sort of stuff her work ethic is incredible she's you know loves learning and bettering herself and just loves knowledge and and the work ethic behind what you have to go through to study law oh my God. as well she did it on the on the side of like us starting kick as well so oh. it took her a really long time but she just stuck with it wow that's amazing so like i think what's really special about the two of us is we are so aligned and we are so the same when it comes to our core values of mm. both who we are as individuals, but also what we want for kick, the vision we want for kick and why and what truly drives us with kick. Mm. We're so aligned on those things, but we're also very different people mm. as well. Like, and we're very comfortable with, with being different, I think. So, cause it wouldn't really work. I think if you were like exactly the same person, it would be really hard to clearly define like who's responsible for what. I mean, there's, de- there would definitely be pros to it as well, but cause you'd probably be able to you know, align on things a little easier or understand mm. where the other person's at or mm. if you've kind of been super similar to them, which like, yeah, there's, there's times where absolutely our differences, it kind of takes me longer to understand where she's coming from, but yeah. also vice versa. But I think when you have such a beautiful relationship where the friendship is always coming first yeah. and the love is always there, it's like you forever work things out. You just yeah. got to communicate. Sounds like us. Yeah. That's actually a question <laughs> we were going to ask yeah. you. Like yeah. it literally sounds copy paste us and it's like we always say that we're like we're so different yeah but our morals and values and all of the things that like our goals are and what we care about what we're passionate about in terms of like the community and helping people Mm -hmm. like that's I think what has to align when doing business with a friend like you can't have one person that's like I just want money yeah it wouldn't work I want to save the world yeah it just it's not gonna end well that's what drives common chaos for us because we can get so caught up in our own lives but then when we're like no we don't want to give up on common chaos so we want to give it more love because we see how it helps other people like the little yeah. comments you get in the messages or people coming up to you in the street and being like I love your podcast and we forget like I honestly forget that people listen to it because we sit <laughs> here in a room like this but you just enjoy it and that's yeah. the best part yeah. right like and we're the same with our podcast it's the favorite it's our favorite part of the week because we're just alone and we're just chatting and it's us and it's just you know it comes back to that friendship which is mm. super super great and so it's like whilst you forget you have those listeners until like those moments mm. 
Um, and that's why you exist. That's why you can continue mm. making them. You also are just in the moment of enjoying what you do. And mm. there's nothing better than that when it's not too calculated. It's great. Yeah, because we're not money driven at all. We're, we should be more. <laughs> we should be. We, we really should be. should be, but we're just... We're, it, it really pisses me off. We could I wish, tip a little bit more of the... I wish you were like... <laughs> Wanting to make a bunch of money in this life. Well, like, like I do, but it's it. just never. Well, the, we like, both, we it's both, never number one. Yeah, we both do, but we're just like too delu racing around having fun that we, we just choose fun over so money. How do you guys then like balance your friendship? Because it is like a relationship. Yeah, then, totally. like, how do you do you plan like just little friend dates? It's not work. Like they what, used to live together too. Mm. Oh, so short period, but yes. yeah. Yeah. Well, we've just moved out of each other. The breakup happened, which is I sad, know. but it's, it's great at the same time. It's like, yeah. I feel so like mature adult. Like she texts me being like. I feel so in love again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's full like a relationship. We miss each other again. Yeah. Yeah. So no. what do you guys do? Yeah, I guess to help the friendship and keep fostering and growing with that while being mm. business partners and it's really hard, particularly the bigger kick has grown because there's just more and more responsibility. Mm. And so it's it's even harder now to kind of have something else to talk about. Yeah. But um <laughs> But we really do make an effort because it is super, super important. So, um, I mean, as I kind of touched on one element of work that truly feels like we're just tapping back into the friendship is the podcast. And we really, really enjoy that. So we want to just make sure that we like continue to have that outside of that. Um, it's just about making sure that when we do have moments where we can catch up, whether it's for dinner or sometimes we go away, our partners get along. So we'll go away altogether. And that's nice. We'll have times because we're realistic. There's times we have to work on those yeah. weekends um, and we have to get things done, especially when we're together. But then we'll make sure outside of that, okay, let's put our phones away. Let's try and talk about anything but work. And our partners are really, really good at pulling us into line as well. Like we oh, might've said, we'll do that. Yeah. And then we'll find that we're talking about something and yeah. they'll be like, nope, there's no more work chat. Let's talk about something else. So it's like that TikTok where it's like, you've run out of things to say to each other, shut up and shut the fuck up and just eat your food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like, you, you stop work, talking about work and you're like, Okay, well, (laughs) (laughs) we wanted to touch on your love story because I know that I'm very inspired by it. Oh, you guys have known each other like you started as friends, right? Yeah, I met him when I was 12. So, oh my god, yeah, yeah. I I love love. We love love, (laughs) and I love a good best friends first into relationship. That's my forte. Yeah, you know, you know they're going to be big loves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how did? How did you guys, for one, get out of the friend zone mm. and two, now you're married, how mm. do you navigate the challenges of married life yep. and do you like, do you f- notice a difference in having to, you know, put more time into keeping the spark yeah, or obviously sure. you've got a child as well. Like yeah. how do you just maintain a healthy relationship? Yeah, it's... um. I mean, I'll answer that first and then I'll go back. Communication. Yeah, sorry. That was like four was questions. Like, communication. Don't worry. <laughs> Laura and I are so good at like double barrel questions. Um, uh, definitely communication is is honestly, mm. I think, my answer to everything when mm. it comes to relationships, both, um, you know, your relationship with your best friend, mm-hmm. your business partner and your love partner, romantic partner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about communicating through the ups and downs, just being honest. And that has honestly got Josh and I threw, um, but we met when I was 12 because both of our um, parents brought property up on the Murray River and we both grew up as kids going there a lot and then 
our parents bought property and we bought in the most like random little town. It's not like a Chuka or Yarrawonga where a lot of people have no, holiday Cobram houses or camping. When I was young, that's yeah. just triggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting memories. here going, I don't know what any yeah, of these like, words are. That's so about. weird. I know um, what that is. Oh, okay. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but like a lot of people went there on the holidays, the school holidays, and would either camp or they might have a caravan or they might have a house. Um, and so it wasn't like that. There's honestly probably 500 people in this entire town. Wow. Um, it's the middle of nowhere. But I went horse riding. I met his little sister first. Bailey, who now works for Kick, she's oh. in our team and she has been. I think she was like our second hire, so since oh. like 2018. Um, and she's amazing. She's my little sister. Um, met her first, then went to her house for lunch. Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, we've, we've just got this holiday house. We live in Melbourne. And we we're like, oh, same. That's so weird. Um, and I met her older brother, Josh. Um, and he was so like he was I was like, oh, my God, he's the hottest guy I've ever seen. Um, he had like blonde tips in his hair at the time, like long shaggy and like this V-neck, like fluoro T-shirt. And like, oh, he's so cool. Um, and he's three years older than me. So like I was 12. He was 15. Like, this guy's really cute. But for a while, it was kind of just like this little girl crush oh on this guy. God. And then I think I hit like 16 when he started giving me attention. It's definitely always been in like a super caring way. I, I, you know, I dated some of his friends. Like it was like very, like we were very, very close for a long time. And then I dated one of his closest friends actually right before we were together. But that wrapped up. That was never going to work out. And it was so funny because when that did wrap up, my mum was like, you know what? I thought you always liked Josh. Yeah. I was like, I have. But how do you know that? Like mums just know. And through that time, we'd both kind of come out of relationships. And it was the first time ever that we were both single. And there'd been a lot of flirty times up until that point. Like we had like one of us would be single and probably like try and flirt. And then it was like then you'd get in a relationship and it was kind of back off. But we always knew there was something there. But well, I didn't know if it was going to be a hookup and just like a bit of fun. Oh my God, I love this or like, slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> it was all, oh my God, I can't even tell you. At the moment, honestly, the first day that we kissed, we were like, this is this is on like Donkey Kong. So then we started dating when I was 18 and we've oh been God, together seen... for uh, yeah 11 years and oh married before. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, but the so spark cute. thing, you know, it's not it's not the same spark. Like no. it's not like, you yeah. know, I'm not staring at him on a motorbike now and being like, yeah. oh my God, I just can't wait to touch you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's a bit different, but I just love, the love is just so different. And especially seeing him now as a dad is mm. just the most beautiful thing ever. So it's friendship before anything. For sure. Um, and then, yeah, we've just made it work. I feel like the best way to, not that I have gotten past like more than like three years in a relationship, <laughs> but I feel like if I was in a long, long-term one, it starts off as a bright spark and dims into a warm flame. Oh, I love that. That's what I heard. I love that. That's what I heard. Just pretend <laughs> that was you because I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'll always remember that. I'm as a walking bumper sticker. <laughs> okay. And then how about parenthood? Like mm. have, how has that Wait. impacted your relationship? Well, so for it's hard because as I touched on earlier, it's really hard to find the time for just the two of you. For us, we've learned so much about each other through the last two years of having Harvey. There's so much respect. There's so much love that we'll try and make as much time as we can as a family first. Mm. And then just when we can, first of all, you got to accept help. Like my mom is so yeah, amazing. And so if she- <laughs> It's a bit of me. Yeah. I was saying yeah. I was saying to Steph before, I want five children. Yeah. And my mother looked at me and said, good luck with one. And I said, well, you'll be well, looking after help. them, sweetie. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, they're going, it's going to grandma's every weekend, every day, in yeah. fact. <laughs> but it's true what they say. Like they, they say it takes a village. Unfortunately, with like today's day and age, we actually don't get a village anymore. Yeah. So when you do get offered help, like take it up mm. and try and put that time aside. And that's something I have to constantly remind myself 
himself of. Josh is really, really good. Like he he will actively, and I think he's he's a stay at home parent, so I think it's also like he craves adult time. Yeah. Whereas me, because I've like been in the office all day, or you know, I just I'm a bit different. Again, I yeah. want to re- go into the bath by myself and just have some alone time. <laughs> yes. So you have to actively put in the effort, but whenever we do, we're reminded of like how it's so important and how amazing it is. And I feel like as you go through those seasons in life with getting married and having kids, like I feel like it's really important to accept that the relationship changes. Like exactly. people want to be like, Don't oh, compare I wish it. it was back. It was when nah. we first started. It's you never going to be that. Yeah, it's like you're evolving. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's evolving. That's love fine. is still love and it's there and it's still like, I feel like it's yeah. appreciating each other and what you have and that there's so many crappy relationships out there and that also I guess it would help having such a gorgeous son <laughs> yeah he just showed she just showed us a video before of them two like sitting there saying proud of you mummy like, I'm like that shit would get me oh my god my heart wanted to fall out of its ch- my chest yeah. but it's yeah. really sweet but we, we know you've, you're on a t- you're on a tight time crunch so James looking at yeah, me James saying James wrap up thanks so helicopter we'll, helicopter we'll, yeah but thank you for coming on and telling us about everything thank and you. make sure you guys check out Steph and Kik and see what her and Laura are up to thank and you get involved yeah oh thanks. thanks guys it's so nice to see you i, know. Too. I can't believe this is the first time we're, i mean this is the I first know, time i'm meeting we met. you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, i know met. it's insane i yeah. feel like i feel like we've met i've followed you for years so i'm just like i just feel like i'm seeing an old friend <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much we'll see you next week bye